Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the fashions. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The friendships. Nick's kind of guy you can trust. Kind of guy you can drink beer with. Kind of guy who doesn't mind if you puke in his car. And the one-hit wonders. They call themselves Nana. And their hit song, 99 Red Balloons. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? We've won again! This is good, but what is best in life? Uh, tacos? Wrong! Say more, say like a 10-pack of tacos. Uh, 10-pack of tacos? Ooh, and uh, like a burrito, too. Wrong! Uh, quote him some lyrics, dude. No, 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 I'm, I'm sticking with tacos. Tacos, definitely tacos! Wrong! Conan! What is best in life? Why does he keep calling you Conan? Uh, a Journey album and maybe some wine coolers? Yeah, yeah, good one, good one. Wrong! Yeah, he keeps calling you Conan. Dude, give him a little Schwarzenegger. Uh, it's not a tumor. <laughs> try it again, try it again. Uh, to, to crush your 90s enemies, to see them driven before you, and then to drink the swell, the four-pack of bottles and James. That is good. That is good. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, 30 years later, we honor the genius that was Conan the Barbarian. Chew it slowly. It's the good stuff. With me as always, two or three years ago, he was just the leader of another snake cult. But today, Tampa Bay Times pop music critic Sean Daly. Yes, and how about that skit? Greatest skit ever. ever. And to think it was unscripted. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's good to be back in the old studio with you, Spearsy, my good man. You know it. It's been a long time since we rock and roll. It's been a long time. I can't sing. It's been a long time since we rock and roll. The other day at work, you just asked me to do impression after impression. It was... (laughs) It was uh, Pearl Jam ones. Yeah. Uh, Which one did you do? Damn, uh, found a better man. <laughs> and then you asked me to do Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. I was like, <laughs> I want to watch like to be a rainmaker. Same impression. And then I asked you to do Roberta Flack. <laughs> Where is the love? That was more like <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> what are we doing today? Oh, Conan. So a little backstory, not on Conan, but on the, the illustrious relationship that is Spearsy and Daly. Um... When I was in uh, limbo, romantic limbo in my life, about a year and a half, two years ago? Two no, a year and a half. A year and a half ago. Uh, I shacked up with Stephen Q. Spears for a month. And my cat. And your cat, Nick. Nick the cat. He would sleep on my head. Um, and one, I think it was one morning. I would say it was a morning. <laughs> I'm sound asleep on the couch, which this couch would just make me sweat like crazy. This leather, leather cow, black leather yeah, couch. Oh, I just wake up soaked. I wake up and you're drinking like, <laughs> I don't even know what you got in the plastic cup. And you're watching Conan, Conan the Barbarian at, um, like 6.30 in the morning. 
And why a cable station would run this, you know, eccentric, bloody, macho flick at 6.30 in the morning. I don't know. But for guys like you, I guess the world is... It worked. But I was, like, mesmerized. Yeah. There was all sorts of, you know... I think it was right during the... The, the 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 my favorite scene which we'll get to in a bit it's very body yeah. and scary at the same time those are good times but uh so we're like oh you know let's let's you know 1982 30 years ago so many good movies from 82 but we really wanted to honor you know this masterpiece <laughs> it had to be a guy movie too so it was either this one yeah or tootsie <laughs> i love tootsie i know me too i have the soundtrack on vinyl do that give me some give me some tootsie Telling you it might be you all of my life. <laughs> I don't know why it's, it's getting more and more Paul Lynn, oh, too. Oh, hello, my baby. Hello, my daughter. Hello, my ragtime. Anyway, so Conan, Conan, directed by the great John Millis. Was this uh, uh, Schwarzenegger's first? Yeah, well, he was in a, he was in like oh, a documentary. Wasn't Hercules no, Takes New York? He was, he was in this like docudrama based on himself kind of thing. Yeah. But this was like his first acting role. And, and, and a lot of people called it, you know, it was a movie that was basically written for him in right. a way. But that's not necessarily true because Conan had sort of been in quasi-development for... Yeah, Oliver Stone attached. He did, at, he did a script. He did one of the first scripts for it. And it had been, it had been kicked around Hollywood for about 10 years by the time it got made. So uh, the invention of the great pulp writer uh, Robert Howard during the 1930s, uh, Conan, his story... He is, he's barbaric, but he's also vengeful, right? He is seeking revenge for the death of his mother and father. Correct. Who are horribly, horrifically slain. And so he wants to go after Thalsa Doom. Great name. Is that the two snakes? Yeah. Yes, yes. Two, Thalsa two snakes They're eating <laughs> over a black sun. <laughs> Would you tell me that uh, Conan or uh, uh, Schwarzenegger only has like fifteen words in the entire? Now he says it's funny. He doesn't say any words until twenty minutes into the I show. I love that. Uh, and then to the, his girlfriend, he says only five words the entire movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, directed by the great John Milius, who also wrote co-wrote Apocalypse Now. Conan, is there a movie that is? It's so. It's, is it the ultimate guy movie? Stephen Q. Spears. God, it's the be ultimate close to it. guy. Is there anything yeah. that a woman can attach yes. herself to yeah. in this movie? The female, the female heroine. You are not a god. Neither are you. You're thieves, <laughs> like yourself. Come to climb the tower. You don't even have a rope. Two fools who laugh at death. Do you know what horrors lie beyond that wall? No. Then you go first. She's all for us, that female heroine. No. She's yeah. The one that he gets thrown into his cage. Oh yeah. That one's all for us. Yeah. You gotta be quick at the trigger though, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Oh no! But the, but yeah, the other do. one, the tall blonde one, no, that's that's for the ladies. Oh god, there's a lot of like boobies and sex in this, isn't no. there? The orgy so, scene, well, yeah, with the head soup. But there's also yeah, oh, head soup. All right, here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. You're Steven Spears is at an orgy, okay? <laughs> and there's all like think of the the fifty most beautiful women in your Rolodex, in your arsenal, in your dream factory, and you're having the greatest time of your life, booze is flowing, music, orgy, and then someone brings out a big vat, a big cauldron of head soup. Uh, do you stay for maybe another hour and then leave? Do you leave immediately, or do you be, or are you like, ah, it's just head soup? Never left before. 
<laughs> Sorry. I totally forgot about the head soup. Usually when I'm watching this movie, I'm you know drinking a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so if I, if I make it to the head soup scene, that's a that's a bonus. Um, how did it do with the box office? Not so great. It, it did um, what about uh, sixty eight million? Yeah. But not enough to be considered a blockbuster under the, the standards of the day or, or standards of today even. But it was filmed enough. in Spain. Looks great. Great looking movie. I think some of it was filmed in Yugoslavia too. But they had to like cut and run when things turned squirrely. Right. But the um, yeah, it's one of those f- movies that what I like about it so much is that there isn't a lot of dialogue. It goes for great swaths where it's just you know Conan running. Yeah, or like his aging, right? Like right, uh, his aging. Yeah, I mean, just lapse. just humongous swaths of time where it's just the beauty of the filming, and and there's and you don't get hung up on the dialogue, which is a good thing. Because as we're about to see, very little of the cast had any acting experience whatsoever. Let's start with the Arnold, right? Yeah. First movie he's cast in, Charles Bronson. Bronson! And Stallone were actually considered for this role. Bronson, God, Bronson had to be... Bronson, I could see playing his little buddy. Yeah. But, God, Bronson had to be uh, pretty old, long in the tooth at that point. Yeah, too too old to play. Yeah, Bronson, that's weird. Stallone, obviously. Yeah, but can you really see Stallone? That would have been cheesy. Um, his uh, Jerry Lopez as Subutai. <laughs> Subutai. The thing is, you know all these names off the top of your head. Give me food so I have strength when the wolves come. Let me die not in hunger, but in combat. Who are you? I am Subutai, thief and archer. I am Hakenian, the great order of Curlet. So what are you doing here? Dinner for wolves. <laughs> uh, Lopez was a champion surfer. Um, oh my God! Schwarzenegger lived with Jerry before filming. Yeah, I'm sure that was great. So they'd bond. Oh, there's those rumors again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Schwarzenegger's uh, Valeria, the girl warrior. Sandel Bergman lost the tip of her finger during a, a sword fight. This is a bloody movie on and off screen. Uh, I remember there was a huge, huge outcry from like uh, PETA and animal groups because some horses were injured during the battle scenes, you know? Um, and uh, But man, it's just so manly. The whole thing was so manly. Remember when he punches a camel? Oh, God. It looks, I, does he do it or not? Does he? I mean, well, it's like uh, Mongo and Blazing Saddles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sandal Bergman, yes or no? No, blonde. Really? I don't like blondes. Never have. I don't like them really. I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> I don't. I, I, super muscular women, you know, doesn't really. Uh, it's never really d- done it for me. Like body. Are you into bodybuilding women? <laughs> like when it's that's how the ESPN. No, come on. When, no, uh, when, no. when when bodybuilding competitions, female bodybuilding competitions, come on your cable, your preferred cable station. Do you linger? No. Yes, you no. do. Steve Spears, you're such a bizarre sexual creature. What? No, you're, you're a bizarre sexual no, creature. No, no, you're, you're a bizarre sexual creature. You're a bizarre sexual creature. And you, in your head, you're like, and you do these horny mathematic equations, and then you're like, ah, nah, turn the channel. I don't, I don't see why you would get out. I mean, I get that it's a fetish, and you you don't have a lot of fetishes. So if the, if you want to choose this one, that's fine by me. I'm not going to judge. Are you saying you have more than more than enough fetishes? <laughs> I'm saying you know between the two of us, if you average the amount together, it's probably a normal number. Yeah, I I'm just know. saying if if muscular women, I don't think she's that muscular. She's very tall, very plain looking, long blonde hair doesn't do anything for me. 
Sendell Bergman? No. Yeah, and she could also beat my ass, which, you know. Also, she was in the movie All That Jazz, which I guess is oh, where yeah. she was kind of discovered as far as... And, like, you love modern dance, but you hate, hate Bob no, Fosse. I hate Bob Fosse. <laughs> I, I can't stand all that jazz. And, of course, the, the possibly the best actor in the whole thing... Easily the best actor no, in the whole movie. I'll go ahead and say it, and then I'll counter you. Yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones as Thulsa Doom. Uh, badass turns into a, a huge snake. You broke into my house, stole my property, murdered my servants and my pets, and that is what grieves me the most. You killed my snake. I would counter that um, Max von Sydow is actually the better actor in the film. You love von Sydow. He's nominated for an Oscar this year. I know. I was so happy to see that. Yeah. You Unfortunately, say, yes, though, it comes, it comes at the expense of Albert Brooks, who I also love. Oh, and, they're saying from Drive, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, von Sydow, uh, extremely loud and incredibly close. Nominated for it. So yeah. it's I have no desire to see it. No, neither. Anyway, um, I think it's interesting that uh, James Earl Jones coached Schwarzenegger on how to say his lines. And if you think about it, there is kind of a Darth Vaderian um, tone in Schwarzenegger's delivery. Do you see that? James Earl Jones? No. I hadn't thought about that till no, now. There you go. I will tell you this, though. What? There's another Darth Vader sort of uh, little corollary running through <gasps> this movie. Correlation. Listen to this uh, scene here and tell me if you figure it out. My child, you have come to me, my son. For who now is your father if it is not me? Who gave you the will to live? I am the wellspring from which you flow. When I am gone, you will have never been. What will your world be without me? My son. That's pretty good, Spearsy. Yeah, there you go. Skywalker and Conan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. BFFs. All of a sudden, the world makes sense. Now, you know, I, I often mock movies too easily, I'd say. Too easily, Steve. But you come back and you're like, no, what you miss, Sean, are great, great themes in movies. Crawl, you broke down Crawl as man's inhumanity to man. I was uh, crying by the end of your thesis. It's an amalgam, really. <laughs> uh, what are some of the great themes yeah. in Conan? Steel, obviously. There's this preoccupation throughout the movie with steel and what does it mean and, and the, the importance of it. Um, before uh, Conan's father is killed, um, horribly, but I won't say how because that's uh, part of the trivia quiz we have coming up. Um, he tells Conan a story about giants deceiving uh, the gods and, and the, the riddle of steel. Here's how it plays out. Fire and wind come from the sky, from the gods of the sky. But Krum is your god. Krum, and he lives in the earth. Once giants lived in the earth... And in the darkness of chaos, they fooled Krum. And they took from him the enigma of steel. Krum was angered, and the earth shook. And fire and wind struck down these giants, and they threw their bodies into the waters. But in their rage, the gods forgot the secret of steel and left it on the battlefield. And we who found it are just men 
Not gods, not giants, just men. And the secret of steel has always carried with it a mystery. You must learn its riddle, Conan. You must learn its discipline. For no one, no one in this world can you trust. Not men, not women, not beasts. So you see Conan's journey on this movie is really a journey to understand the riddle of steel. Uh, and, and strength, uh, what fortifies us right. as a human race. I'm starting to tear up <laughs> again. Po- what else? As podcasters. <laughs> and just as friends. Um, there's a, an ongoing um, infatuation with Genghis Khan in this. I don't know if it's a theme, but it's definitely an uh, ongoing sort of uh, flirtation that, that the writers have. When Conan says, uh, you know, the, the lamentation of the women, um, that's actually a, a Genghis Khan quote that, oh, he, really? that he butchers horribly. <laughs> the, the real quote is uh, from Genghis Khan that's attributed to him is, uh, the greatest pleasure is to vanquish your enemies and chase them before you, to rob them of their wealth and see those dear to them bathed in tears, oh my God. to ride their, horses, their horses and to clasp their bosoms, your bosom, their wives and daughters. So I, I kind of oh like the rewrite in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> that Genghis Khan was very malevolent, wasn't he? So, Subutai was the name of uh, uh, one of Genghis Khan's generals, and uh, Genghis Khan's birth name uh, is also frequently translated as Finest Steel. So do you think that John Milius, the, 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 the creator or the director of Conan, do you think he was actually a fan of Genghis Khan? Uh, somebody along the way was. Yeah, uh, you know, it's maybe it's, Robert Howard, the creator. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole point of this movie is that it's not really. It's I think it's supposed to be ten thousand BC, roughly. But the whole point is that it's it's a it's supposed to occur right after Atlantis and before recorded history. So it's this. That's awesome. I mean, you can kind of take a Genghis Khan. You know, I mean, he, in our minds, we don't know what era to place him in. I'm gonna give you credit, Spearsy. You're one of these guys. You could really, if I have you sell, you could sell a book, a CD, a movie. You're so passionate about things. Like I want to go uh, watch Conan now, like fifty times in a row. It gets better every time. Really? It's like a fine wine. Wow. So bloody at, at the, the end. end yeah. So much violence. And you're left with a headache. Yeah, I mean it, it is, but it's but it's still a fun movie. I mean, you have your favorite scene. Um, the witch scene. I love the witch scene, and, and I don't. I don't mean to like you know. You know, people make fun of us because our skits kind of suck. Like sometimes. three people don't like the skits, right. and they're inside your head like Hannibal Lecter. Get them out. Our skits rule. Nothing bad happens to Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> sometimes it's good to bury things deep, deep inside <laughs> and never let them out. Yeah. So we did. Uh, we gave you the one skit that you heard at the the show's beginning, but then Spearsy and I were so creatively rambunctious we just need outlets for our 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 humor our comedy so we record a little something else yeah check this out here's the rejected skit they said you would come ta-da from the north baltimore md baby charm city a man of great strength and yeah i'm kind of strong i guess i'm more of a word man if you know what i mean a conqueror Oh, yeah, baby, I'm going to conquer you. Come over here. A man who would someday be king by his own hand. My own hands? Is that a masturbation joke? Yeah, I've had some lonely nights. Come on, let's get on with it. There's a price, barbarian. 
price. Whoa, lady, I don't do that. Free love. No, this uh, this scene, of course, is where um, Conan, uh, you know, goes into the cave and he mounts the the witch. They're making love, and and well, he does. She's a beautiful really woman. They're making love. Yeah, isn't that what making love looks like? <laughs> And uh, so I'm watching this at work, and it's pretty, you know, there's boobies, and there's sex, and people are walking behind me, wondering, <laughs> like, what in the hell is Sean watching? But a lot of times when I'm watching, like, like suspect things on my computer at work, and it's not like I'm watching, like, dirty stuff. I mean, I'm, it's for work, but sometimes this job entails watching, you know, like, racy videos. I always try to do this face. Oh, yeah. Nod. Yeah. Rub your like, chin. I rub my chin and I nod and I squint my eyes like, oh, I, I understand. I'm not enjoying this, but uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm deconstructing it intellectually. He's struggling with his immortality. I am deconstructing it intellectually with a massive erection in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. That's true. It's not massive at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what is massive? The, the Seggies. What's up? Happening hot stuff. Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. We'll play a clip of a movie from the 80s if we can get it right. Um, the best you can hope for is Sean to put you at the end. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. Of the list. Pay attention. Here was the clip from last week's show. Hey, Ridley. Yeah. You got any beamers? I might have me a stick. Yes, that's the right stuff. Love that. Oh, God. What does he say? Let's light this or something like that? Is that Great. <laughs> Is that wrong? Didn't word? have to beep anything till now. <laughs> Read the winners. This week's winners include Brian Newton, Shazam from St. Louis, Mike from Kentucky, Dan Vay, Dr. Triffid from West by God, Virginia. Dr. Triffid's from what? Is that Star Trek? What's Triffid? A trouble Tribbles. Oh. Mark Harmon's nipples. Crash from Long Beach. <laughs> the Barbaric. <laughs> the Rippling. The Thalsa Doom. Dr. Dim. Who'd you take in a fight? Dr. Dim versus Thalsa Doom. <sighs> They're both kind of freakish in their own way. <laughs> yes, they are. It's a draw. <laughs> Nobody wins. Nobody turns into a snake. Uh, okay, what do we got? What's next week? Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. An explanation is probably long overdue. If you know it, email us at stuckinnesatempe.com and tune in next show to find out if you're a wiener. And now, our newest segment, What Makes Spearsy Cry. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. Really, this segment's still alive? <laughs> yeah. What makes Spearsy cry? <laughs> we had so much fun creating this. Oh, that. my God. No, it's just no fun at all. Uh, this week's What Makes Spearsy Cry contestant will be Magnus in New York. 
Uh, Magnus says, hi, hey guys, I love this new segment. I would have written sooner, but I've uh, been unusually busy. If I may, I would love to submit Sometimes It Snows in April by Prince off his fabulous 1986 album Parade, underappreciated in my view. I wonder if that song makes Steve cry because it's one of the very few songs that consistently makes me break down and sob. Hmm, not just well up, but actually cry. Magnus cries. Uh, a truly heart-wrenching, beautiful, and tender melody and lyrics. In fact, I frequently avoid listening to it because it's indeed so touching that I elect to save it for the most special of occasions. I love that song deeply. Cheers. Magnus in New York City. And now let's see. Let's put it to the test. Does Sometimes It Snows in April by Prince make Spearsy cry? Sometimes it snows in April Sometimes I feel so bad Sometimes, sometimes I wish <laughs> ah, we have another winner. Damn you, Magnus. <laughs> He's a, all right. <laughs> Everybody wins on what makes Spearsy cry. If you would like to participate in our fastest growing segment, tell them how, Steve. Through your you don't even know the email address, do you? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> really? I, I've said it three times a show for 250 shows. What is it? Stuck in the A's at tempe.com. All right, cool. There you go. Stuck in the A's at tempe.com. What makes Spearsy cry? Ah, the majestic theme that beckons the original Seggy. The Seggy of Seggies. Name that 80s tune. Hey, we'll play a piece of a song from the 80s. And again, cross your fingers. You could be last on Sean's list. <laughs> Pay attention. Here's the clip from last week's show. That's Ooh to be Ah by Kaja Gugu. I came in. <laughs> now, one person got this right, Sean. This is so obscure. You know, hard to How believe. How do I do this, winners? <laughs> and. <sighs> Dr. Incognito. <laughs> Who would win in a battle between Dr. Dim versus Dr. Incognito versus Thalsa Doom? Because, you know, each, you know, what's going to happen? Like, do they both of them attack one? Like, Dim and, and, uh, Dim and Thalsa Doom? What would be after... your battle plan if you were in there? Wouldn't you go after Thalsa Doom first? Doesn't he seem. Uh, like... I'd distract him with comedy <laughs> until we're all laughing so hard. The it's show like, isn't going to work for that. <laughs> uh, pay attention. Um, yeah. Pay attention. Here's this week's Mystery Tune. If you know it, email us at stuckinese at tempe.com and tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. And water pets are fun in and out of the tub. Water Pets. Each sold separately from Play School.
We have time for a special trivia quiz. Haven't done one of these in a while, but Sean, I, I can tell his his mind is sharp, even if his wit is not. <laughs> and I, I have total faith that he'll get at least one of these right. How many? How many? Five. Five. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one: That which does not kill us makes us stronger. It's a quote that's shown in the movie when it starts. Who is credited with saying or writing that quote? Mm, Sophocles. I don't know. Frederick Nietzsche. Oh, okay. Good one. From Twilight of the Idols. It, Sophocles is kind of a badass answer. Yeah, it is a good answer. I should have just given it to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Question number two. Uh-huh. You knew this one was coming. Who kills Conan's father and mother? And I will give you a hint that it is two different answers. Thalsa Doom. Kills who? Father. <gasps> no. Uh, I don't know who else. And it's also Doom beheads the mom. Yikes! Oh yeah. While she's she's holding hands with Conan and you know, uh, I had no effect on him. I'm sure that had no uh, <laughs> emotional scars on me whatsoever. No, not at all. And my current relationship with my mom. Uh, dogs, wild dogs kill his dad. Wow, that's good. Yeah, pretty pretty badass. If you ask so me. I say I get no points. No on that. points for that. You get half a point for the Sophocles. Just That's a nice. horrible way to go, wild dogs. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, do you I, have a fear of death? And I mean, everyone has a fear of death, but do you have a fear of a particular style of death? We don't have enough time, baby. <laughs> um, I don't like knives. And balls exploding is not an acceptable answer. <laughs> balls exploding. I don't like knives. So you don't want to um, be stabbed to death. Drowning sounds horrible. Drowning sounds horrible. Yeah, that's bad. Have I ever told you I'm pretty sure I know how I'm going to die? Plane crash. I'm like the creature in Crawl with the one eye. Plane crash? Are you sure? He can see the, oh, he, he can see the oh, future, yeah. but only the time of his death. The, see? It all comes together. That eye is the worst special effect of all time. <laughs> you can but see the I, other two blinking behind the latex. Dink, dink. How many questions is that? Uh, that is actually question number 15. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. This one you're going to love. Okay. Question number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, a favorite line of the movie is, do you want to live forever? Who speaks this in the movie, and what is its historical significance? Uh, Valeria. Correct. And it's historical because it is also from Highlander, and it was the inspiration for the song Who Wants to Live to- it's Forever by Queen. You know, I, I'm not sure it's in Highlander. I looked that up because I was sure that's what it was, too. Who wants to live forever? Oh, wait. No, actually, uh, Who Wants to Live Forever, spoken and attributed to Sergeant Major Joseph Dan Daly. Oh. During World War I. No kidding. A U.S. Marine. I have a lot. There are a couple uh, Dan Daly's. Who's quoted as saying, come on, you sons of bitches, do you want to live forever? You love that don't you? Sorry. Beep. Anyway. All right, I got half a point. Is he one of yours? I got half a point. One of yours? Your relative? Was it D-A-L-Y? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. You can see the resemblance. <laughs> yeah. Ice cream, Lieutenant Dan. Ready? Question number four. Where is Conan crucified? Uh, on a tree. But what's the name of the tree? The tree of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thalsa, answer the question. Such a waste. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. The tree of woe. Ah, crap. Sorry. Okay, half. I have a half point. Yeah, good enough. Ready? Last question. What is the riddle of steel? <laughs> oh, my God. Eternity. <laughs> <laughs> what is the riddle of steel? Um, it depends on who you listen to. If you listen to Conan's father, he says that the riddle dictates that you cannot trust things of the flesh, but only in steel. That's stupid. Thulsa Doom says, steel isn't strong, flesh is stronger. Yeah. See, Thulsa Doom is the villain. He speaks wise. My answer? That all the power of both steel and flesh come from one's own beliefs. Is, he, that, is that really your answer? <laughs> I read that online. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's touching. So, who wants to live forever? That's the riddle to steal. <laughs> Nobody wants to live forever. I, you, do would you want to live forever? Yeah, Highlander. I love Highlander. I love the idea that you you're there and eyewitness through all these uh, ages. In history. Yeah, I mean, I've, the way I'm going now, I, I could do it forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you, Steve. Huge question right now. Take a deep breath. Listen to the wheezing. <laughs> it sounds like it was stuck in a fire. <laughs> uh, is Conan the Barbarian? This is a huge. This you're not going to say yes. Is it hit, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's best movie? And if it's not, where does it rank in terms of performances? Wow, I mean, he's not great in it. And it's not good because of him, but I say it's one of his best movies. It's is it one of his one? most. It's it's it might be his most watchable movie. The answer is Red Heat. <laughs> Red Heat. <laughs> With Jim Belushi. Actually, you know what? You know which one I would pick number one for for, for Arnold. Right. Give the people air. <laughs> Total Recall. I love Recall. I'm mad they're remaking Recall. Yeah, it won't be. As oh, good. my dad loved. No, but I, I my mean, dad loved Total Recall. Uh, the one with three boobs. I oh, love yeah. that. My yeah. dad watch. <laughs> watch. That's not good. <laughs> no, I think I think I think Conan the Barbarian is is one of those movies that when you when you're perusing your DVD shelf and you come across you're like <gasps> it's a full Conan. movie. It's you know what? It, it, it's very it is it's satisfying. It's sat, you don't feel like you've wasted 4 hours by watching however <laughs> like hours whatever however long it it's is. It's simple. It doesn't it doesn't it 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 aims for a target and it hits it. Boom. You know what? Simple. Aims for a target and it hits it. That sounds a lot like stuck in the eighties. Oh jeez. Does that mean it's time to wrap it up? Yeah, move over, Wopat. You got some coming. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, as we go out, can you play a little of the Conan theme? Of course. Yes. We shall ride. <laughs> Watch out for the snake arrows. <laughs> so along with Thulsa Doom and Sean Daly, we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. 
Read our blog at tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Oh, boy, it's a dog.